Hey guys, you're listening to the Perfect 10 Podcast. I am Lana Turner and I've had a crazy day already and it's not even, it's just barely noon. Um, but right now I'm sitting with a new friend, Curtis Taylor III. Oh yeah. I didn't want to <laughs> leave off the third because that seems really important to be the third of anything. I'm, I'm not. They made, a, they made a lot of me. <laughs> the <laughs> first edition was, he did good and then second came and then. And then you're the third. Yeah. It's very regal. Oh, thanks. <laughs> How does that happen? You, there's just three Curtis Taylors. There's like three Curtises, and then uh, so when somebody yells Curtis in your family reunion, uh, or whatever. everyone has nicknames. So like, there's Big Kurt, there's Little Kurt, <laughs> and then I'm Cricket, and then my grandfather passed, so now my dad's Big Kurt. I don't like being called Little Kurt. I just stick with that. I stick with just being Cricket, and then if I have a son, I'm just gonna call him Little Kurt, and then there we go. Circle Why Cricket? Me. That's a cute name. I like Cricket. Uh. A lot when my when my mom conceived me, uh, when I had mom gave birth, I looked like Jiminy Cricket, and that's what the doctor <laughs> said it. He when you came it, out, he's like, yeah, he, a little he cricket. Like Jiminy Cricket, and then oh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I went, to, they went to go see my grandfather because we lived in the Bay Area, and we went down to L.A. And like my grandfather was like, yep, that's a cricket, all right, and <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how I got the nickname and stuck with me. That's interesting. So you're the third, very very special. That's yeah. cool. A lot of responsibility. <laughs> oh my gosh, I. Oh, it's nice to meet, like, to hang out with you. We just met the other night for the first time. You're like a young up-and-coming comic. I thought you were hilarious. You're so likable and sweet. And oh I was man. like, we have to hang out. We can talk. Because we started talking, and it was cool. And I just was like, I don't know. I love meeting new people. But I have to tell you, I've had the most L.A. day. What you know happened? what I mean? A L.A. day. Okay, so I, this is going to sound really just annoying. But I started off the day. I just started going to therapy, which I need desperately because I've had, a like, a lot of life changes. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we're sitting at a cafe right now, by the way, and I just got my very LA juice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so like a little. It's like it's it's like a it's like, a like apple orange. I don't know apples and vegetables, you know, and a juice, which is also very LA, right? Mm -hmm. And just such. A anyway, so I started off at therapy, which is really great. And get a load of this, Chris. I've gone there just a few times, and last week when I was there, I I was leaving therapy. Well, when I got there, I was sitting in the lobby. And there was a gentleman there, and he looked over at me, and, you know, whatever. You just, I, there's, you know, it's the same people every week, I guess, at the same time. I went into mine. I'm kind of new to this place. Came out, and I'm clearly emotional. Like, I cry, because mm -hmm. that's a good place to go do that. Yeah. And then <laughs> we rode in the elevator together, and it was just him and I in the elevator, and nobody said anything, and that was it. And then this week, I show up, and I see him again. And he walks in, and he just looks at me and goes, at like, I'm going into therapy, he goes, I saw you last week, and I just think you're so cute. Would you, can yes. I take you out for coffee yes, after therapy? And therapy? It was the most Seinfeld moment. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm going in therapy. You're going into therapy. Like, maybe, it, maybe you could have just said hi. But at, he least just, he's, at least he's, he's going straight he after He was very like, confident. Yeah. I respect the confidence. And actually, when I went to therapy, that was the first thing I talked about. I was like, this guy just hit on me in the, like, in the lobby. And she goes, well, at least he's trying to be healthy. Mm -hmm. At least you know he's like in therapy, which is a good thing. Because yeah. I was like, but I just, I was cracking up because how fucking weird to be hit on in a therapist office. Like, uh, Nah, I mean, at least you know he's already, you know, I mean, he's just as well, fucked up know. as you. Maybe, so, like, there's an equal, maybe. It's a, or maybe a little bit more. I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I, I was just, I thought it was really funny. Um, 
And then afterwards, he did it again. And on, on the way out, like, I was actually in the parking lot leaving, and he walked up to my car and was like, seriously, like, no, I don't want to, I know that where I wasn't the ideal place to do this, but, you know, you got my card. If you even just need to talk. And I'm like, no, I'm going here to talk. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I said, but I, I've got to go, because, like, I, I, I couldn't, I had something anyways immediately after, so I had a good out. But it just, it threw me for a loop. I was like, that was really sweet, like, a really sweet thing. But then I was thinking about it as I was leaving. It was like... It, it was just a really overt one of, it was, it was like, you're in therapy. I can make you feel better. I got a dick. <laughs> like, I thought maybe that was it on some level. Hey girl, I, I don't just know. got this dick. I just <laughs> finished therapy. That's good. <laughs> Why do you say we have coffee and fuck? <laughs> I mean, there's no preamble to the, like, I, I just, well, I'll be here week after week. So I'll see you next week. <laughs> like, this is my time. Maybe he got new, maybe he's going to get a new pickup line next week. You don't maybe. know. Maybe. I don't sit know. Just notepad and be like, what is he going to say next? I don't know. It's just, it's great. Like, stand up, comedy just happens to us, right? Like, mm -hmm. I was like, I, this is gotta be it was, it was so funny very flattered very nice a very sweet thing but still i was like really put off because maybe not the best time and place nor the best introduction like i'm supposed like to go to therapy next week and uh they have like where i go they they have sent you through like five different people to see if you're like a little off well, you you go to like a like a clinic type situation. That's yeah. what I'm doing too, because it's a little it's a f affordable. I used to go to somebody who was really yeah. expensive, and, and like, I, I can't don't afford that anymore. I'm not gonna spend a bunch of money when I can like, oh, okay, government, you're just gonna give me this for free. The, the you get free therapy. Mine's yeah. not free, but uh, you know it could be. I think if I if I I I just don't. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's a great. I like where I'm going though, but yeah, I was like, I was going to somebody who was like, I could take a vacation for what I'm paying for this. Yeah. I think that would be. I, it's like I could do therapy on a beach. This is bullshit. <laughs> sitting there drinking a margarita. Yeah, like, this is therapy. This is very therapy. And the guy that might <laughs> hit on me there might be a little bit <laughs> like. <laughs> he might be worse. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, at least I'm on a beach. <laughs> but uh, I was standing in line, and like, there's a part where it was like five people in line, and I just walked in, and then I see the five going through it, and I'm like, all right, cool. I don't, I don't really know what to do. And they're like, oh yeah, hey Jamie, hey John. I'm like, cool. <laughs> these are all regular locals. All right, this is just like an open mic. Everybody knows. <laughs> go. So, like, it gets to the point where it's me, and I, like, as I look, I'm about to say something. The guy, like, cuts in front of me with a piece of paper and hands it, and she goes, oh, yeah, thank you. And I'm like, you, he just cut it, and she goes, oh, you had to sign up first. I'm like, so I had to get out of the line again, go back into this other line for, for therapy. a piece of paper. Yeah, and I, like. Did I, it make you crazy? I <laughs> never, <laughs> like, like, cause most of the time I'm very cool, calm, collective, but it's like I'm going somewhere to be to get help, and it's like someone just cut it. And then I easily said to her, like, this is the fucking worst way to like start a, a therapy session. She goes, "What did you say?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing, not, not." And I just went back, signed up, and went back in line. I'm like, "Oh, what was that?" Like I've never been so disgruntled. Most of the time, I'm just like dusting a winded. Like right, right. But you're getting pissed off at therapy. Yeah, I get I therapy is a weird thing. Like it, it's really helping me though. It really is. I mean, it's like a, a nice thing. To, it's like a gift to myself. And today's been a nice sort of gift. So the other thing I'm doing, I believe in like projecting into my future like if I want something to happen I can try and materialize it like opportunity is met by preparation like or luck is opportunity met by preparation right so yep. um, so I d just finished this big project lie made and launched it and everything and then the next project is a film that I want to do and I wrote this script and I'm really trying to like materialize it and one of the things I'm a dancer I've like wrote myself apart and the character has this scene and it's a like a pole dance scene and I've never done anything like that in my life so I just started taking a pole dance class. That's a lot of upper body strength. It's fucking really fun. 
and the women are so sexy and it's just it's like this wonderful hour that I've devoted like that I've been able to find in my life to just say I'm just going to do something really lovely and try and get in better it's kind of a win-win right like whether or not I shoot the movie it's like oh I can get in a really great shape and learn how to move my body in a way that I've never moved it before it's fun and it'd be a great valentine's present you know to somebody yeah to somebody yeah my future somebody you know, hello like, hey i'm gonna start working hey you want to see what i do for fun and yeah like, what? it's valentine's <laughs> day whoa what why do we don't have to wait till valentine's day <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it's it's a, like you feel like sexy and empowered when you're doing it too i mean you know i I'm I, I think I'm past the point of actually being able to make any income, but <laughs> but it's <laughs> I'm just kidding I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but it's it, it's been a really fun thing. So that's very LA, right? So I started at therapy, went to got got hit on got to pole dance. pole dance. Then we're here drinking LA juice, doing a podcast, and yeah. to top it off, the restaurant where we are when we walk in, they're shooting a movie here. So we had to be like screened because they're doing like they have extras yeah. sitting they around have us. Like a little paper of what they're supposed to be doing or something yeah no we're we're on a movie set so it doesn't get any more la right Mm -hmm. but you don't even live here this is what was so interesting about you when i met you i was like it's hilarious like you're like oh i I have a house and i'm like oh that's cool (laughs) yeah i just i got a i'm a homeowner in bakersfield in bakersfield of all the places (laughs) it's the same i always when someone's like oh that's really far i'm like it's the same distance if you lived in compton driving through traffic except like i'm driving a little faster through it well unless i mean unless you come at the wrong time of day so you have to come up here early to get to do whatever and you need to do i've i've driven here like at 12 i drove in at like two and i drove in at like five and i usually get here within either an hour 30 to an hour 45 because right. when the traffic is coming i'm already moving at the speed to like go through the traffic when you say that it's so true like i started stand-up in houston and so for me to get from my house let's say to the i used to work out at the comedy showcase it was an hour hour and a half in houston traffic to get from one side of town to the other without question so i mean that totally makes sense. You're so right. Yeah, and you might as well live in, but you still live in Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah, I still live in Bakersfield. This is like, at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't really feel like I'm going to get a lot of, like, an L.A. girl being like, oh, I'm going to go see my boyfriend that lives in Bakersfield. That doesn't sound <laughs> right at all. Well, <laughs> you, you're like, I'm a homeowner. I'm a homeowner. Hey, that girl. It starts up like, oh, I'm a homeowner. A girl's like, Point, what? Oh. I live in Bakersfield. Three points down. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute, though. We're equal it out. We'll get him neutral. He's all right. No, uh, but when you told me about your place, like I was in New York last week and I, I rode a lot on the subways, which I have to say, I find terrifying. Like it's an amazing thing to do. And I mean, I've rode the subway even in LA, but when the trains come through the power of that train and New Yorkers are, are, you know, like you don't give a shit. They're just like practically leaning into the train. They're like inches from where the train is as it pulls up. <laughs> and I'm pushed up against the wall because I'm so scared that I'm going to get sucked <laughs> in front of the train or fall on the tracks because I'm clumsy enough to do some stupid <laughs> shit like <laughs> fall on the track or whatever. And but the power of the train going past just I, I find it exhilarating and frightening and, you know, all those things. once. But you live. I live like about easily like about like 500 no yeah 500 feet to about like a thousand feet away from train tracks like it's up over over like this wall and then like the train tracks are there but they're it's so loud and like it shakes my house how many times a a day does the train go by it goes by like four times that like have it in sequence like somebody i know somebody just honks it and it goes like around four noon 4 p.m. and then 6 p.m. and then that's and then all I hear is just trains going through super fast or slowing down. Right. 
that's got to be exhilarating. It is. You get used shakes. to it? Yeah. You're I, used to it now. I'm used to it. But it's kind of fun when I invite somebody and they're like, why is the house shaking? And then like it gets to 4 a.m. Like, they're like, uh. they knock on my door <laughs> around 5 and they're like, did you hear that? And I go, no. <laughs> no. You Not at all. You got to... Uh, you gotta have a woman over and banger and time it with the train. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> have did. you done that? <laughs> I did that. I was like, because just like I believe that if you have a home, you gotta like. There's rules, and I'm like trying to write this as a the joke. The rules for those the rules, rules are of we having have to turning a house to a home as a, like a home like being single is like first thing is you gotta walk around your house naked. You can't just like wear regular clothes and walk. You gotta have one day you're like, all right, all the blinds are down. If you have them all the way up, you're just hardcore. <laughs> Are you just well, like it's, your, it's your domain. Why not walk? Why should, not? Who are you covering up for? Yeah, have breakfast. And they're like, my, the joke is like, if you don't want to have breakfast with bacon and eggs because you don't want to hurt yourself. Well, you while know? you're cooking, right? Yeah, you got to have cooking. an apron or something for yeah, that, you right? you got to cover something. you got to cover your good parts. You don't want to cook the wrong <laughs> sausage. <Yeah>. Waka waka. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, so you're So you're into getting nude and hanging out at home. I, you it's, know, it's all right. I mean, I just, I'm, down, I, I'm, I'm just covering that. that. Like, I got to just, I don't want to be like now the girl's walking around my house naked and I'm like, oh, this is, why am I awkward? in my own home right oh so like if, if somebody's in your house what about if you have a house guest is it still naked tuesday or what nah i can't do that <laughs> can't do that i don't want to threaten them with what i got you just gotta stand out <laughs> in the yard and stretch when the train comes by <laughs> doing yoga guys <laughs> i have like i have neighbors and they have kids and i don't like i'm like the weird guy to like I know they ask questions like, why is he single? And he's like, why does this young 18-year-old kid have a home? <laughs> you look like you could be that young. Yeah, I know, you are you got a baby face. Oh, man, I wish I looked like my age so bad. Why? But no, that's not. It's it's because talk. You shaved your little beard off. You would look probably like you're 18, too. Yeah, just As it is, you do. That's why I don't want to shave it. <laughs> but the other part is like to have sex in your house. If you don't have sex in your home, it's like you're just sleeping at a place. I mean, people go to hotels and have sex. How do you? How can you not have sex in your house? Hotel sex is pretty good, though. Yeah, it is because you could just mess up, mess up the bed, and you know someone's gonna clean it up. Yeah, exactly. Like, like if you're gonna, <laughs> this is so gross, but like, if you're gonna do period sex, you gotta do that in a hotel, yeah. right? Because yeah. that's yeah, you don't wanna mess up your own house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but imagine being that person that you walk in, you're like, oh, oh the cleaning person, <laughs> like, fuck you, I'm going back to El Salvador. This isn't worth the <laughs> shit. shit. <laughs> you made it, did it again. <laughs> it looks like a murder scene. <laughs> Just don't smear it on the wall oh <laughs> like we were here. Period. Gross. Run. Gross. No, you just fuck up some towels and you don't have to just throw them in a ball in the that's, corner. That's one of those as you walk out, you just give a good wink to the bell hop. You, know, like, why you drop we? that ball of towels in front of somebody else's door. <laughs> you don't leave it in front of your door. They just did a scene from Carrie. In the no, no, no. You just roll it all up and like I said, kick it down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so if you have your own place, yeah, without a doubt, like that's your place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, it's but it's new. Like, but I've you were saying about the train, like you, you have the to. The train like shakes my. So shakes you my timed place. it once, <laughs> or several times. I timed it. Uh, like, I <laughs> just started like talking, like just started going back on dating and talking to girls. But also, it's that phase of like, 
it's a new era. I, I'm so much used to being like talking to a girl and then hollering at them and then smashing and then going or you know <laughs> talking to them, building a relationship. But now it's like if I somebody comes all the way to Bakersfield, you so gotta, yeah. you gotta hang out a little bit. But it's like <laughs> in Bakersfield, like I'm talking to like ladies that are I'm I'm 30 and I'm talking to a girl who's like 21 or 23, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what's your goals? And they're like, I don't know. I'm just got out of college, and I'm like, oh fuck, I don't. Do I just smash that? And then when I do, they get super friendly with me, like buddy buddy, or like, oh my god, you're gonna we're gonna go out on dates and stuff. I'm like, uh, it's different different feeling, like. I don't oh. know where to, I don't know where that goes. And I talk to another person my own age, like, like literally I talked to a girl, had sex with her, train went and it was fun. <laughs> train went. Yeah. Cause it's just like I had, it was like a, it was like a house vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, great. Was like, Help. Thanks house. <laughs> just walked over to the wall and just gave it a pound. Like we were doing great work here. I'm not living here forever. And then uh, the girl was super nice after super nice and got, I feel like I was like, uh, welcome to my home. I'm going to make you breakfast. Thank you. <laughs> uh, where do you want to go now? And, like, it's kind of hard to get to my place because, like, there's a lot of make a left here, make a right here, like, make a left here, and here's the main street. So, like, I followed her out. And then I dated, I went on a date with another girl. It sounds like I'm a whore. But, like, no. I went on a date with another girl. It's a small single. town. It's a small town. And as I'm hanging out with this girl, because I met her at a bar, you know, the traditional, I see you at a bar. You had a couple drinks. I had a couple drinks. And as I'm talking to, like, some one of the locals, they're like, that girl's a whore. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Uh, in my mind, it's com it's comedy. I'm like, is she? Let's go. That's uh, such a double standard. It's, it's time to play. <laughs> it's time to play interview with this, this girl. Horror shaming. Off. Yep. So I was like, all right, I'm going to we're going to go back to my place. And I'm just talking to her. And I'm like, oh, she's just very much like I'm down for a one night stand. And I'm like, cool. And as I talk to her, I'm like, oh, I can't do that. You're you're cool person so, so yeah the whole, so you're got, getting to know her i got to know her and, and she's like this doesn't ever happen i'm a horror in bakersfield no, she, just, she just sat I there just, and she, she's like you're new here and i'm like yeah i'm new she's like, yeah, i, don't I know hate what that whole horror thing i i feel like i'm i'm so not like i'm so not but i really respect women that are kind of liberated with themselves as if you listen to the podcast like i, I mean you, you said you listen a couple episodes but i'm really really like give props to people who can be like very open in their sexuality i think that's good but if you live in a small town like bakersfield like you Every bang a couple dudes all of a sudden you're the no but know. everybody knows you this is the crazy thing like everybody knows each other so like i don't they're all sharing from the same mm -hmm. dish so like that's the reason like I, I only smashed like one person there and it was just like i haven't had sex in a while i better do this make sure mike i <laughs> it's good to do it yourself but you know sometimes you just need know. a helping hand <laughs> literally <laughs> Wow. But, like, it was the opportunity of, like, oh, I could have done it. And it's very weird for me. Like, I could have done it with this person, but I am actually want to get to know this person. And I'm, like, asking my homies, like, hey, man, did, was this <laughs> – did I make a bad move? Should I just – No, no that's sweet. That's good. So, but before Bakersfield, you were telling me, like, your journey – I mean, you've only been doing stand-up a short – relatively short amount of time, which in, in comedy is actually an eternity. Yeah. Um, but you said you were, like, before you bought the place in Bakersfield and found your home – you're living in your car and really like, and and you drive. To, well, for, well, first off, you you drove up here today one to to do this, but also you're gonna bark for flappers, which mm -hmm. means you're really hustling. You're you're trying to get people to come into the club, a and see the show tonight on a Monday night. That's a hard job, and you only get paid if people come in. Yeah, but I'm learning about rejection. Oh. Yeah. And, and learning about rejection is like, that's all I feel like we know about. Yeah. 
in life. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, but it's fun. It's weird to go, <laughs> go from like getting rejected on stage and having hecklers and whatnot, then real life, like one-on-one -on -one right. conversation. And that's like always been a fear factor of me. Like, oh, I'm walking up to a random person. Hey, how are you doing? Get out of my face. Oh, okay. Oh, because cool. when you walk up to somebody to, to, to tell them you have a show tonight, mm -hmm. you want to come to Flappers. It's usually one of three answers. Like, oh, uh, I was like, do you like comedy? And I get, no, I don't like comedy at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no sense of humor. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's great. So <laughs> you don't like, you don't like nothing at all. <laughs> And that's and then it gets to either an argument or either hey guys I have a hey guys do you like comedy and and then one person said oh I just know it's worse getting interrupted and I'm like oh great yeah people don't like to be just well I mean that's the thing it's an intrusive act to go up to somebody and be like you want to come see a show tonight the mother if I wanted to go see a show tonight I would go see a show tonight like I don't need you to come up and tell me but there's but it might it might put the idea in their head and usually like there's people that walk around like aimlessly and be like hey I got to want to go to a comedy show and they're like oh man yeah i was looking for food. something to do yeah i'm trying to eat somewhere else but like is there food there and you know flappers they got like a full menu yeah so they'll come and see a show yeah. it's hard to get people to come yeah. in they're just calling oh, the background see, people calling. now oh yeah they're about ready to shoot yeah. this is so la yeah so la buddy. i know it's crazy I don't, I don't even know oh so uh, like so everybody who's sitting around us is getting up to walk yeah, over because they're all beautiful working beautiful people yeah th there's a <laughs> lot of a lot of gorgeous people in here right now. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Makes me want to know, like, I got to go to back to the gym. To work out. Well, there's a boxing gym next door in the pole dance class across the street. I mean, this is, this is, and we're in the middle of Hollywood, so it doesn't get. Uh, today, my mom called me out on Facebook to go to the gym with her, and I don't know how to respond. Like Your mom? Yeah, she took a selfie, and then, like, it's like, tomorrow we're going to go to the gym at, like, 5 a.m., and I'm like, uh... Why? Like, I was expecting getting called out by, like, comedians or, like, uh, like my own family member calling me <laughs> <Your> out. Your mom. <laughs> to be healthy. Like, this is crazy. You want to go to the gym at 5 a.m.? Uh, she does that. Like, um, I've always been, like, a, like, athletic kid to, like, waking up early, eating healthy. That's, like, from 3 all the way up to, like, 21. And then this is when I went to college and art school in San Francisco. What kind of, wait, so what, you got an art degree. I actually uh, got an art degree as well. What's uh, your, what was your focus? Uh, in, uh, motion pictures and television, emphasis oh, okay. on musicals. Really? Yeah. And I <laughs> did, like, only went to, did, like, one play out of the five years I've been out of school. But it's been. But is that what you wanted to, do you want to create musicals, write them, or be in them? Like, what was your, what was your thought? My thought was just to get a degree. Like, I mean, I, I, I liked the whole acting, and I, thought comedy was so far-fetched like did you always want to do stand-up no oh. i always thought stand-up was something that like people that can write can do because i have dyslexia so it's kind of like me too what what's yours what's your what's my ld yeah okay so i have a writing discrepancy well i have a couple of things but like the writing discrepancy is the big thing like i can't spell worth shit like if i if you were like spell this word or die i'd just be like kill me now yeah um so that's really hard for me um but the thing about it is it's so illogical like now i'm I'm working on spelling with my children, which is really a challenge because <laughs> they're only in second and third grade. My daughter is, you know, she's a pretty good speller, but I'm looking at the words and she, she wants to spell them phonetically, which is what I would do. And I'm like, this isn't, this isn't that, I'm like, this, this is fucked up. Like, it's all about memorization, really. But so, like, I tested really high on writing, like a writing aptitude, like in the top 
99th percentile in the country, which means like I'm a really, really strong writer. Yeah. But when it comes to grammar, punctuation, spelling, I'm like retarded. Yeah. Like I'm below. I know. Can you say that word? I don't even know. But I, uh, I, I, in reference to myself, I will. Well, so you, actually you can if you have dyslexia. It's in that quadrant. Of, of, of yeah, retarded. Yeah. Okay. So like fucking retarded. Nice. I I scored really low on that stuff. So that's the that's the when they figure out there's the LD, right? But the dyslexia, I just sometimes twist it. It's not, not too bad, but yeah, you. It's, it only happens when like, I, I know it when I'm like tired or if I like get super, if situation, if I get emotional, that's when like my dyslexia kicks in. Words get flipped. Uh, are you emotionally dyslexic too? Yeah. Cause I feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's uh, the therapy. That here? <laughs> no, no. Why I should I be happy. This? <laughs> I, I feel be, so unstable. I'm emotionally be, dyslexic. I should be so sad right now, but it feels so happy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like, I had a roommate and he's always read books. He loved comedy, loved stand-up comedy. And all he did was um, watch it. And I used to get so annoyed by him. Cause it's like, dude, if you're gonna do stand up, just go to it. And oh, he wanted to do it. He but wanted he to do it, and he like did it in, in like middle school and stuff like that. And I got, I like, me and him we used to be roommates, and it got to the point where like I would go have these crazy adventures out in San Francisco. But San Fran has a great comedy scene too. Great comedy scene, and I just went out and I always would come back home and then tell him the stuff that happened. I met this girl. I ended up at this party or crazy situations. He's like, you need to write that down. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna write. And, oh, man, this is great. Uh, and one day he made a bet with me to go to an open mic. And I was like, all right. Because he wanted to go do it, and he said that we should do it together. Like, no, He just literally was, like, sitting on the couch smoking weed. And he was like, hey, do you want to do stand-up comedy? Like, hey, I do bet you. you want, do you want to do it, or did he wanted to do it, and do he wanted? You, no, do you want to? Like, to me, he's like, do you want to do it? And I'm like, no. He's like, I bet you you're good. Here, oh, I, bet wow. you, I bet you five bucks that you're going to make people laugh. And I said, no. I was like, I'll take that bet. So I went back home to like, cause I didn't want to do it in San Francisco, cause that's like a, that's like going to Los Angeles and being like, I'm gonna do my first set ever in my life at the comedy store. Well, yeah, I mean. And I did it, and people laughed, and then I just kept doing. I've Wait, so the open mic was in San Francisco, or was not? It was in my. It was in San Jose. In San Jose. Oh, was it? Was at the Improv there? No, cause mm-hmm. that would be just as much pressure. It was at like a bar. It was at this bar called. Uh, it was at this bar. Oh my God! I can't believe I. Uh, that San Jose Improv is totally haunted. I used to work there. It's. Did you have any hauntings there? Did you ever see? Cause a bunch of people died in there. It's real creepy. Uh, There's a fire, and the story goes that there was a the fire, and the whole theater troupe was killed in there. There's three levels of yeah. it. Yeah. Of uh, San Jose Improv, and there's like I mean, a the basement, level. but under the stage. Yeah. Have you yeah. walked under that? Oh yeah. Oh, the energy is, yes, there, everybody knows. There's somebody and that sleeps under there. Really? Like yeah. a comic or like a? No, it's like one of the, it's just like a joke that like at the San Jose Improv, like there's somebody that goes down there super early and he just chills there half of the time. Like a ghost or a person? Like a person. But like San Jose Improv, there's a lot of cricks in, and the elevator stops at random. It's only has like level one, level two, but like it doesn't come down There's a lot. like an evil energy up by the green, you know when the green room is up there and mm. the, uh, and it's I mean, like a blind turn, and yeah, when you come out like the, and I always feel like the the chills on my neck, or like when you're on stage and there's nobody in the balcony, and you look up, you feel like you see somebody in the balcony sometimes. Like just when the light hits at the, you just look up there, like wait, it's there's somebody in the balcony, and then they're not, there's not somebody, and 
It's it's bizarre. That place is crazy. The back brick raw is the real is the last part of like the authenticity authenticity of it. Yeah. And then the rest of it was like been rebuilt and earthquakes and whatnot. That place is crazy. Yeah. But working there, does that mean you would close the place down at night and stuff? I would like yeah. Would so would you be alone up in there and it's mm -hmm. all creepy? It was usually just like the managers were there and then like I would just so many stories. That's like well, that's like the comedy store too. They have a lot of those I stories. The comedy store is like more like creepier. Yeah, no, there's, there's so a darkness in there too. There's so many doors there, and like in 1950s, they it used to be like a like a speakeasy. Yeah, and no, totally mob related. Mob related, and, and girls used to get pregnant. And they used to do abortions, abortions up there. Yeah, yeah people just, died. Like comedy has like this weird, scary side that like yeah, it shouldn't be talked about. Or it should be in a movie about how creepy it is. No, com comedy and like there's a definitely a dark for the light i and i always feel like a lot of times people when they come out to see shows they, there can be like a lot of ever you know you've been in a show where somebody just gets super angry and there's a fight i've done shows where this i did a show one time when i was pregnant and this guy was so wasted he threatened to come on stage and kick me in my belly <laughs> what yeah i mean there's just crazy things that happen right uh, all the time I did a show at a biker bar in florida and I thought it was because I thought like, all right, I'm here. I have like someone's just giving me the tour around like, oh, we're going to go to this mic, this mic, this mic, this mic, and then we'll fly you out. So I'm kind of excited of just the fact leaving California and getting like a week tour of doing comedy. Right. I didn't know one of them was a biker bar. So when I got there, just imagine you step foot and everybody turns around. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is great. And as I start doing my set, I'm realizing that, like, they don't care. So I just go, forget it. I'm just, I'm not going to care either. So I'm just going to start making fun of everybody that's in here. And they slowly, like, turn to liking me from being like, whatever. And I'm like, oh, these biker people laugh too. And like, I had two times where I've been at, like, at a, one was in Santa Cruz and one was in Florida where I felt super threatened. Like, not right. like, could I, I mean, the stigma is, oh, biker dudes or, or super scary, or like nah. Everybody's got everybody. Their thing. And at the end, it's like, oh man, this dude's super cool. He's gonna buy me a shot. This is amazing. Well, I'll tell you this because you're kind of, you're newer to comedy than I am, but like now, I look forward to doing comedy in the most fucked up situation. The more bizarro or difficult the room is, the more fun I'm gonna have, and the more I'm gonna learn and improve. Mm -hmm. And and that way, when I run into another scenario, you know, I can handle it so much easier. Um, so those things are great. Like you have to do those shows in order to be, you know, good at what you do. And and you've put in a lot of your dues, just sleeping in your car and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Like that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that that's the reason of going to therapy because it's just like oh, I, I achieved all this stuff, but it's like the consequences of it and uh, the reality of like I'm sleeping in a bed. I'm sleeping in a bed now, and I feel happy where I'm at, and I'm very blessed for the opportunity. But at the same time, I still have those weird waking up at like 4 a.m. because of because of that last year experience, because of that experience I had in the past of being like waking up and I see somebody walk by and I'm like, oh, that's a dude, that's homeless, and I have to just fall back asleep because I have work, I have to go back to work and I have to find places to take showers at, and it was a that dude's homeless and you're. Homeless, um, I'm too. Homeless. <laughs> You're looking at the homeless dude outside your car, going, "Look at that homeless dude." <laughs> hey, look at that homeless dude, and then like in my car, and I'm like, "I'm homeless it's too." too. Yeah, it's crazy part is <laughs> at least I have a car. Hey, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You're really homeless. You have a shopping cart, but, but like, I got a car. But, but homeless people are like. And the who's a homeless people. guy looking down on? Is yeah. he's like, <laughs> "Look at this guy in a car, rookie." <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you can't go outside like the rest of us. Like homeless people have dogs, and I found that like the most. It's kind of messed up to oh, have yeah. a dog person. The homeless. <laughs> He's a homeless dude without a dog. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, I'm dog. unencumbered. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can go anywhere. I don't need to feed no dog. I can, it's just me. Oh, a dog literally is a leash for the person. who. I, I need to get, uh, that's a whole other story. So, all right, well, cool, man. What else? <laughs> I was going to tell you, okay, so we're talking about crazy gigs. Um. This weekend I did a crazy gig. So we're driving, um, we're driving out to the show, and my friend will see his car breaks down on the side of the road, like <laughs> not on the side of the road, in the HOV lane. Whoa. Yeah. That's like. <laughs> like That's we're during yes during rush hour traffic, he puts his foot on the gas and uh, something pops and the pedal hits the floor and the gas stops running into the car and the it car just slows. just slows down to a complete halt in rush hour so we are the people in traffic now that everybody in the hov lane has to go around to our right and everybody's pissed at us and uh we're trying to get to a gig and so the um the tow truck driver comes uh, 18 minutes later it was 18 minutes that we were fucking up traffic and hauls us over to a parking lot and we get in an uber and you know i love hanging out with comics because People just say whatever's on their mind. And we were laughing the whole, like it was funny, but Will was really stressed out. And this woman who picked us up, we opened her, the trunk of her car and she's got a purse in there and it's got some writing in it in Arabic. Yeah. And um, the other guy asks, um, do you know Ebo? I don't know if you know, but he asks her, oh, what does it say on your purse? And it's something about like in Muhammad, you know, God we trust or whatever. Yeah. I put my trust in God. And so we get in the car and we start going and Will is like so stressed out. He just says, I'm so stressed out. I wish I could masturbate right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at her and said, can I come in your God purse? <laughs> and I swear to you, I was laughing so hard. I thought she was going to kick us out of the car. How did she react to that? Like she was going to go commit jihad. <laughs> like we were going to, we just created another terrorist. Like oh she hated man. us. Couldn't wait for us to get out. 30 minutes in our car. We get to the gig and they don't have a mic stand and they don't have a second plug for the guitar. So I have to figure out how to perform in this situation. And it's a VFW gig. There's a bunch of military people. Yeah. And it's a hell gig in itself because it's like in a VFW. <laughs> and uh, I got through it. I figured it out. And it was an amazing show. We did two shows. Totally fun. And uh, and those are this, like, the road gigs that you get to do. And then you figure out how to do more and more. So I've done a lot of biker bars. Yeah. And I've uh, uh, done a show where the lady was... Okay, as a female comic, there's like moments where like the guy would hit on you, and they're like heckling you and hitting on, and they're hit, trying oh, to hit on. Oh, in the audience. In the audience. And yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. But then there's like I've gotten hit on. Like I was in San Francisco, I got hit on by a woman while doing like I was doing my set, and a lot of them is like call and response, seeing like what it's like, seeing if the crowd's still I think connected. There's more women interested in fucking male comics than there are. I don't know really because I'm new to being single, but I just feel like. Like women, there's a lot of ch like they're called chuckle fuckers. Yeah, but yeah, I just I didn't even ex like the lady was full blown like hitting on me at the show, and I was like while oh, you were on stage. While I was on stage, but it's like my first year in, so I'm getting like super awkward about it, and like oh my, yeah, I try to do the rest of my set, and, and 
like it gets to the point where like as I leave to finish it, the like you know the couples come and they shake hands. And, you know, oh nice to meet you, thank you. And like, oh my wife really likes you. And I'm like, oh, you, that was your wife. Oh, I've had that. And I'm like, okay, Curtis, yeah. What? That's the? different. I've had I've had couples. Yes, try and bring me in. Yeah. And it's yeah. Like, uh, thanks. So uh, he was. Tr- they they were trying to get you together. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like that weird, awkward experience of, okay, cool. But I've, I've like I said, living in the Bay Area, you, you see things in, like, there's so much culture there. But, like, there's also, like, it's like Alice in Wonderland. You you can walk in and be like, oh, I went too far down the rabbit hole in oh, this yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah. Well, the whole swinging thing. Yeah, I've had oh, that happen a lot. In there's, a, there's a place in San Francisco called the Power Exchange. I went with the, f- oh, this sounds... Like a, a story, oh, this is a story within itself that I barely tell people about. I went to this place called the Power Exchange. It's in San Francisco, and it's kind of like a, a swingers club. Why did you go? Was it? Because the, the same roommate that introduced me to comedy. Introduced wa- you to swinging? <laughs> introduced me to, like, he's like, I feel, I don't want to go somewhere. I don't want to go to that by myself because I've never been to a, like, that type of thing. But and he wanted to go. He and wanted to go, and it's like, yeah, you're, you know, you're my homie. You introduced me to comedy. You know, you're like yeah. like a little brother It's got to gotta be interesting to see. Like oh, it was, it was very much like, because, I don't know, I'm very, like, conservative when it comes to sex, and I open up slowly as the relationship goes. So when I got there, it was <laughs> like we had to take our phones off, give it to the person. Right, so you don't record anything, can't right? can't record anything. And as we... We had to go down the stairs, and as we're going down the stairs, I'm like, and now we can't touch anything. And as we get there, there's like. What do you mean you can't touch? Like I was just saying, like, because I don't know what. Oh, I you don't want to touch the walls or anything. I don't want to touch the wall. Oh, I don't God. Wanna, there's like black lights already lit up. Ew. There's um, like little cabinet, like little cubby rooms uh-huh. with curtains. So people can go in there. So this isn't just a swingers club. This is a sex club. This is like a I've sex never club. been inside one of those, but. Uh, I've heard about it. Go with friends. I say go with friends. <laughs> go with people you I trust. Think I'll, <laughs> I think I'll just hear, hear vicariously yeah. through you. Uh, so we, we're going, and because <laughs> the whole time we're going, I'm like, all right, we're going to go. We're going, and my friend's like, all right, the only way to fit, because he's like super like BDSM type of dude. He's like, oh, so he's already into yeah, this Yeah, he's type already of in this life. He's already in that life. He's like, the first thing you got to do, and he's like trying to like, like a fight club, he's like, first thing you got to do is just find a spot, masturbate, just to see that, you know, p- to get comfortable. I'm like, no, wow. not going not gonna to happen. He's like, I'll be back. And I'm so like, he, wait, he'd done this before. No, this is like but first he, time going. So how did he know the rule just, about he, going in and just, just starting read a lot of books. It. He's like the guy that reads a lot of books about a lot of different things and like walks over and tries to inform other people about it. And I'm like, you need to. Some people don't need to learn that. You don't need to. So he'd them. read. He'd read up on the read on the etiquette. On the etiquette of. So you walk in and you find a place, a yeah, corner, and you, you jerk off. He's like, first thing you just gotta let it off <laughs> into first. a god purse. Yeah, <laughs> into a god purse. <laughs> so like he just he went off and went in an adventure, and then my thing was like, I'm just gonna open these these cubbies to see what's happening, because I was like, oh, they can't stop. Behind door number one. It's behind door number one, and it was like nobody's there. Behind door number two, nobody there. Three, nobody there. And as you, it's L-shaped, so as you start turning, you see, like, there's a win- there's like a mirror, th- not mirror, but, like, a window there where there's, like, a show going. So, like, I'm opening it, nobody's there, and I turn, and there's, like, a guy, like, there's a girl tied up, standing straight up, like, in an X type of thing. And then there's a guy that's, like, pretty much doing, like, BDSM, and then, like, that just What does me, that like, mean, pretty much? What is he doing to her? Like, he's, like, spanking her, and, but like... But she's tied to something? She's, like, tied against this, like, X block. Huh. Like, and he's, like, pretty much putting a vibrator around her, 
And, is, and what is your thought when you walk around the corner and you see this? Are you like whoa, this excited shit's or, like, or, like, or like we're like shocked, right? Like, whoa, this shit's real. Like and then like oh, I better remember this and and just move along. And then as it as I keep going, I see like tranny dudes giving head to the regular guys. Just out in the rooms, just deck. This is all in the room. And then like, what? Where's your friend right now? Is he jerking off in a corner? Is he he went to take care of his. <laughs> so the story his, goes. His we, etiquette. I, you go up the. I, Went around the corner because like he went around the corner, so I'm like, all right, he's probably. So I turn cautiously, he's not there. I'm like, all right, where's my friend? So I walk out, and now it's like a pole well, if you, a and po- a stage, and there's like stairs that go up. So I hear him talking to people, and I'm like, oh, I better be a good wingman because this is still a club. Like, I better be a good wingman and like help him get some. It's obvious you just a place to get some. So I go up, and he's like masturbating in front of like a bridal group. And they're like a bridal group, like a group of women, women, like bridal, like she has the whole bridal thing. Oh, so that's the thing to do before you get married. You go to the BDSM club. Yeah, it's in your your last hoorah. Yeah. And I see that, like, and it's one of those weird moments of like. So you just saw your buddy masturbate. Yeah. Like, this is your roommate. This is like my roommate in college. Had you ever seen anybody do that before? Uh, Like a dude. I played a lot of sports, so I've seen a lot of people. I walked in on a lot of weird stuff. I've seen like lesbians. Do walk in? Oh, there's lesbians. You walked in on lesbians. Walked in on like. Wait, how do you walk in on lesbians? Party. There's a door, and like, oh, I had to use the bathroom, so I like open the door, and then I was like, uh, as I walked, I went to use the bathroom, and as I walk out, I'm like, there's noise. I'm like, well, what's this noise? And boom, like, oh, there's girls having a good time, but I'm like too wasted to connect the dots. I'm like, oh, I should. I should go outside. This is very hot in here. And then as I walk <laughs> back out, I'm like, whoa, I missed, oh, I missed an experience. Dang it. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Because like that could have been something. They, that they didn't stop when they saw you. They were like. They were just, they were t- tossing and turning and having a good time. I was just like, oh. So you walked in on, so now you walk in on your buddy and he's just. But it's one of those, I walked in, they laughed, and it was one of those like, oh, snaps. And I kind of like turned away. I'm like I'm just gonna go. I just walk straight down the stairs. I'm like, well. I, and at this point, are that. you like, are you like, I'm a lousy wingman? I'm a lo- <laughs> I was like, uh, I kind of like walked in. He's already doing it, so I'm like, uh, I'll count that as a point, you know? Like I was, <laughs> I was just like, oh, all I yelled at was, wow, that's cool. And he's like, <laughs> and then they start laughing at me, and I'm like, uh, oh, he's like, join in. I'm like, no, no. And I went downstairs, and that's like, and I walked and I walked around, seeing uh, there's a like. To every, like, five guys, there's, like, one girl in those type of environments. But there's, like, 20 people there. So, like, there's total. total. So there's really but only a like few. But it's, like, fluctuating through. Like, there's so a bunch of girls walking. So it's a small group. But it's, like, a huge place. So, like, sometimes there'll be, like, a lot of girls walking in. And then they'll, they'll Wait, leave. wait, but there's a total of 20 people 20 in the people whole. 20 people that, that, that I, I was there. And then the <laughs> after that, like, I walked out. And then we leave to go, you know, let's go to a regular bar. I've now I'm like super like I've never been to a place like that and then three days later I'm like hanging out with him and another friend and they start talking about it and talking about how I was super uncomfortable and the guy literally goes yeah I go there all every every Saturday and I'm like this is like what you do for fun like huh. He's like, yeah, you know, I just find a chick and just bang her, and then like I go find another chick and I bang her. I'm like, where? And then on Mondays he ends up in therapy, therapy yeah. and he hits <laughs> on some <laughs> poor divorcee mom <laughs> sitting there in tears. And, hey. and now this is full circle. <laughs> this <laughs> has <laughs> been a lovely podcast, Curtis. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing. Huh. I yeah. really, I th- it's been really nice, like meeting you, getting to know you. I think I'm gonna see a lot of you around. 
What, this guy? Yeah, this of guy. I see a lot of you. Yeah, you know. you're awesome. Likewise. So, Likewise. Well, thanks for sharing, guys. Where can, um, Curtis, tell everybody where they can find you. and You can find me every Monday. And meet you at the <laughs> at the BDSM club. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not about that life. On the trains. <laughs> Uh, you can you can find me at um, <laughs> you can find me at <laughs> Burbank. You know, at, at uh, Flappers, Flappers every mo- are you there every Monday? Monday? Every Monday, Kay. I do. Uh, I pass around tickets for me to be performing. Um, also, you can find me in Bakersfield on Tuesday, on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Uh, there's Is an open mics out there. Is there some clubs there? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. But yeah, just you know follow the thermometer to Bakersfield. Yeah. <laughs> There's you're a big thermometer s- in the you're desert. You're going to smell uh, cow shit. You're there. Cow shit and a giant thermometer to indicate that it's fucking hot. There's a giant thermometer there? Isn't that where the giant thermometer is in Bakersfield? Am I wrong? When you're driving to Vegas, there's like a giant thermometer. No, That's not it's Bakersfield? Just, it's Bakersfield's just really hot, but I haven't Oh, I haven't maybe I'm thinking it's, or maybe it's needles. Is that what it is? Needles. Where the, the thermometer is? Okay, I have the wrong place. But yeah, you're not, I'm not going to be at uh, any... Uh, BDSM places or supper clubs, so you ain't gonna catch me there. But what about online? Like, what's your social media handles? Uh, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, and it's just my full name, Curtis Taylor, three uh, RD on Instagram or what Facebook. What does it mean, three RD? It's third. Oh, so you do th- Curtis Taylor, and then thir- third number three, three RD, RD, because it couldn't have just made it easy. It made it like three eyes. <laughs> that's super egotistical. I I I. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, guys. Look up Curtis because he's great, and then think you're going to be seeing more of him as time goes on. Super oh, nice. cool. So, um, Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. Um, I'm Lana Turner. You can find me online. You know this, L-A-H-N-A-T-U-R-N-E-R. Thank you for listening to the Perfect 10 Podcast. Come back next week and tell 10 people. Thank you. Laters.